Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. We did a small talks episode on ownership and why you should take ownership of your life, your actions, and your lack thereof. Today, we are going to do a scratching the surface episode on fear chasing. I would say fear chasing is probably the single most important thing. Well, a lot of important There's things. a lot of important things. Mentors and masterminds. It is easily one of the most important things that has gotten me to the point where I am today. And I think so many people run away from their fears. Instead of lean into them. You either lean, you're either, this is, this is what I said the other day. You're either allowing your fears to chase you or you are chasing your fears. Wow. Yeah. I like that a yes, lot. Yes. But before we jump into this episode, I want you to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com. Click on join hashtag hyperconscious nation. And in that group, I challenge you to, excuse me, I had to burp. I apologize. <laughs> I challenge you to burp on the mic. No, I challenge you to go live in that group and share your story, share your message, share some of the lessons you've learned and be open and vulnerable. That is fear chasing. I'm going to do this right off the cuff. If you go, if you go into hyperconscious nation, you do a live video of something vulnerable or something you're afraid of. I will hop on the call with you for 20 minutes. We can talk about your life, how to help you get better and all that happy jazz. I think it's so important to fear chase because again, I am afraid of most of the things that I do, but I just have a giant why that pulls me. There's a big difference between being pushed towards something and being pulled towards something. And you, if you can lean into that why power and really leverage your why power, it makes fear chasing, fear chasing a lot of bit easier. Sharing this real quick, Amy went live. A lot of bit easier. And then it? someone reached out to Amy. Right. Oh <laughs> you can't even speak. Brutal. Amy went live, shared her story. It was so hard for her. She was really scared and nervous, but she did it. She faced her fear. And guess what? Someone reached out and asked for her to be on their podcast. Right. You never know what can happen. You said it in the group today. You don't know what can happen when you... Are vulnerable or share? Oh, you're talking something about. like that. Kevin said something wise in the group oh, oh, text. oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. You never know what's going to happen when you share your full authentic story. Ah, bye. I say things. 
You do. Sometimes. So why fear chasing? What is fear chasing? And what fear are you chasing now? Wow, great questions. Great questions from from Jeff. <laughs> why fear chasing? Because I'm quickly learning that every single person walking the face of this earth is afraid of something, oh, yeah. but only the people who have a giant why power are usually willing to face those fears. And for you, I don't know what your fear is. Maybe it's public speaking. Maybe it's being vulnerable. Maybe it's leadership. Whatever it is, everybody is afraid of something. If you don't have a reason to face it, then you never will. It wouldn't make sense for you to go through the pain, to go through the uncertainty, to go through the discomfort, to go through the risk if there is nothing on the other side for you. So I challenge you to figure out what are the fears in your life that you feel are holding you back that you would actually benefit from chasing. If you're afraid of snakes, it doesn't mean you should go lay in a snake pit. Right. I don't necessarily know that that would do anything for you. But if you're afraid of planes like I am and you want to be an international speaker, you either you don't get both. You have to either get over the fear or you have to get over your dream. And if you're anything like me, if you're anything like Alan, if you're anything like the people that listen to this show, which you are because you're listening, you don't want to give up that fear. You're better than that. You can overcome this fear. And I mean, you don't want to give up your dream. You want to overcome your fear. Right. And you can do that for sure. If I can do it, anybody can do it. What fear are you currently chasing? What fear am I currently chasing? Besides being soft. I would say speaking, man. Right. I, everybody thinks I like speaking because I talk about it all the time. But, you know, we're doing a speech next week. Ah, yes. Mass Maritime. At Mass Maritime. Shout out to Tiffany. Thank you so much. Yes. And shout out to Jesse for the hookup. Yes. And again, this is my third speech. Yeah. You well, know? Fourth, if you include your world within live. Ah, true. So this is my fourth speech. Again, guys, it took me, I think it took me 150 episodes to be comfortable podcasting. This is my fourth speech. So I'm always chasing that fear. But, and this is the important, beautiful thing about this. When Alan and I, we spoke about this on the last episode, when we went to the Movement family. Yeah. I'm going to just adjust right here on the fly, man. Oh, let's do it. When we went to the Movement family, Alan and I didn't prep as much as we should have. Correct. And... Fact. I got humbled. Now, there's a couple things I could have done. I could have allowed that to, to creep into my identity and say, wow, you are a crappy speaker. Right. Or realize, Kevin, the reason everybody was very impressed with you at Confident Women Consortium is because you prepped. You used your uncertainty. You used your anxiety. You used your fear, fear to get better. And I didn't do that at the Movement Family. So now what am I doing? I'm going back to basics and saying, okay, what happened at the Movement Family Let's not allow that to happen again. Right. So I'm, I'm using the fear of failure, quote unquote, to make sure that I don't fail again. And for the listeners behind the scenes, Kevin was showing me his slides and we're over a week out. So you're preparing in advance yeah. this time yeah, because last it time. It blows my mind that you haven't even started yet. Me? I, yeah, I don't get it. Oh, yeah, man. It's going to be fine. I know. <laughs> I know. We're so different. You and yeah, we so drive different. to five. But I love it. I love it. That's because I, I said to him today. This is what I have going. Is this is this going to affect your speech at all? And you're like, yeah, let me just see it. We'll figure it out. Cool, man. Yeah, just I, let me know. What, give me your slides, and I'll I'll make it um, a good second half. What are you, what are, <laughs> what are you fear chasing? What am I fe- being vulnerable and authentic and open and honest? More the vulnerability piece. I think I'm uh, afraid to be disliked for my truth. In terms of my ambition and tenacity. What is your why power for trying to face the fear of being vulnerable? 
honestly, it's a lot of the things that I've learned from you. Um, you and Taryn's example of being vulnerable and more connected. And I want to be in love and connected to the people I love. Friends, colleagues, all of it. Like, dude, in the car uh, in L.A., I'll always tell that story. Like, I felt disconnected from Kevin, and I didn't know why. And the why was difficult to sit in. Oh, yeah. But after that, I felt so good, and that was the best, most productive, happiest week ever. So, And, and if we didn't do that, if I was just like, oh, it, it's, you know, I'm just going to put up these walls and keep them up, then we would we would have had a way worse week. I yeah. cried that week every day almost. Like, I think almost every day. But it wasn't like bad tears. It was like a deepening... Not all tears are bad. It was emotional in the best way. So I think that I want to... What am I afraid of? I also want to be more authentic. I was with... I was on a coaching call with my Aunt Jonan earlier today. And she... I was, I'm always picking her brain from her perspective. Like, from your perspective, what do you notice? Like, she's been studying me for years, coaching me for years. And she said, honestly, I just think you could use even more authenticity. You're like 98% there. Um, and I think that the lack of authenticity is, is a fear of being disliked for my ambition and, and tenacity. Yeah. So We're, I just had a moment. Oh. We're going to have a, an um jar. Oh, I owe money. Uh, are we putting money in the jar? I think so, yeah. Yeah, how many ums did I say? Bunch? I got one. But you got one? I, I don't know if there was more, but I heard one. Uh, this is another thing, too. If you're listening to this and you want to be a better speaker, Alan and I will just go behind the scenes. We are trying to limit the amount of times that we say um, not only during podcast episodes, but with group messages with the team, Amy and Tiff are doing the same thing. They'll literally <laughs> stop and say, oh, no, I said, um. So, again. <laughs> the messages get longer because yeah, every other. They, they do. <laughs> but if you're, trying to, if you're trying to become a better speaker, this is what we're doing. This is the behind the scenes. We always say we pull back the curtain on what it really takes. Right. We have no ums written on the board behind the camera. So that is one thing that we are constantly trying to do. So one of the times. I'm curious to get your take on this too because usually we're different. But when we were at Your Worlds Within Live and people are filing in, we're sitting on the side next to the production table mm. and the time is going and it's getting closer and it's getting closer and it's getting closer and then that music comes on and it's our time to go up. Yeah. I was terrified. I was terrified until I got on stage. What I Once I got on stage, I felt really good. But I had the Evan Carmichael boom boom test, as he says, when it's when you're going, your heart's going boom boom boom. That's when you know it's time to do something. That's what fear chasing really is, and it means you really care. Yes, I think you care about outcome subconsciously. It's like I value this so much, I don't want to screw it up. But I want people to get that takeaway of it's not. There's two. There's two ways to look at fear. There's one. I am afraid of this. I do not do it. And there's two. I am afraid of this, and I do it anyway. And that is one of the things that I think I'm pretty good at I could definitely get better at it but that is a good example of a time where I might have looked very confident on stage we had an awesome podcast I know we did really well right. but before that I was terrified yeah I was terrified the night before I was terrified the day of I was terrified when we were flying down there so I just want people to understand that just because you're afraid of something doesn't mean you shouldn't do it is especially if it's in alignment with what you really want out of life I couldn't agree more man how did you feel before your world within live yeah just chilling I felt really, really good. The right before though, I was freaking out about the headset. Oh, it was brutal. The he- right, brutal. the thing kept falling yeah, off. Yeah, it was a, a brutal little, headset. What do you call it? A puffy? You don't we got one right there. We have one right there. What is that called? 
I don't know. Um, pop filter. Pop filter. Yeah. yeah pop so filter. the pop filter kept falling off my um, mic, and this is the first time Kevin and I had ever had the like really legit ones that come like near your mouth. Not a fan. No, it wasn't be honest great, with you, right? I'm not a fan. We're used to these mics, dog. Yeah. We should have brought them. I know. But um, other than that, I felt really good overall. But that was I was freaking out when that thing kept falling off. I was like, oh my god, is, is everything okay? What? Um, how do you know? This is a good. This is a question because for me, it's easy to explain. Right. When I'm chasing a fear, how do you know when you're chasing a fear? Last night on my date, so I went on a date last night, and it was Woo! the greatest first date I've ever had. It was wonderful. And well, technically, if you're listening to this, it was it was last week Sunday. Right. It was Sunday when axe throwing was blast, absolute blast, and then I ate all of the sushi, natural and Oreos. I we talked about it actually how we were both nervous. But we were also excited. I think being nervous and excited is living. I think it means you're learning. You're in the learning zone. You're half nervous, half excited. Now, if you're all nervous and no excitement, then you're in the anxiety zone. If you're, all, if you're not nervous at all, then you're probably in the comfort zone. Interesting. Yeah. I yeah. think it's a feeling you get. I think the boom-boom test is a great way to describe it. We even, I even talked about that. And then I sent her Evan's profile saying that he's awesome. And you should follow and him. You should, and she said followed I think that, again, one of the things that we've been talking about on recent episodes and is a recurring theme is it's hard to do something unless or slash, well, yeah, unless you see the the payback, unless you see the investment, unless you see the result, unless you see the, the benefit. And this is one of those things where getting on planes still sucks. I don't like it. I'm far more confident at the airport, like going through security is fine, that's all fine now, but once I'm on the plane, I don't like it, I don't want to be on there, it's, it's too long, I can't sleep, I'm not comfortable, <laughs> I'm, every time I hear like a noise, I'm like, oh no, that is the Your time. plugs, man, change the I lives. still hear everything. Really? Yeah, man, I sense it. <laughs> you sense I can it. feel the vibrations of His the engine spidey when, they, when they wind down, <laughs> my goodness. But I'm out like a light. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that was... That was one of the hardest things I've had to face. I'll never forget, I was in a hotel room in New Jersey, go figure, and Copeland, Andrew Copeland texted me and said, hey, I'm going to England, plane tickets are half off, you should come with me. I remember that. And I remember in that moment, everything was like, no, not a chance. Right. But for some reason, he challenged me, and I said, yeah, I'll do it. I booked him right there. Okay, why did you face it? Because I think at that point, I was focused on growth. What right. you're focused on expands. What you're focused on, again, okay, how about this? You brought all your podcast equipment. Dude, that, if you didn't do that, I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, he brought his podcast equipment to England? Savages You only. built so much credibility with me way back then. Oh, that's, I never even connected that dot. I had to check a bag, man. Right. And Big now bag. we do that regularly. All the time, yeah, all the time. We do Attention, intention plus attention equals coincidence, according to Dave Meltzer. Yes. I set the intention to get out of my comfort zone. Comfort zone, jeez. <laughs> comfort zone more. I set the intention to fear chase more. I set the intention to become a better version of myself, and then I paid attention to opportunities that would allow me to do so. Right. What happens with a lot of people is they make the intention. New Year's, New Year's Eve, New Year's resolutions are becoming up very quick where you're going to make the intention to do something. Right. But if you make an intention without paying attention, nothing will change. Right. Just like if you pay attention with no intention, you're just going to see things and you're never going to take action. Right. So for me, I think I focused on the fact that like, I'm so sick of being afraid. 
Right. I'm just, I'm sick of it. I don't like it. I'm not, I should be afraid. And even now, it's like, again, this is dark, but when I'm on the plane, it's like, all right, God forbid something bad was to happen. At least I was doing, at least I was trying to get better. What is the alternative? That I just stayed safe forever? Right. I mean, it sucks to say that, and I don't expect everybody to feel that way, but I don't want to be afraid of those things anymore. It's interesting because in one of the arenas that I think you probably have a little less fear than I do, like when we're on those trips, yes. I can tell that you're outside your comfort zone usually more than me. Yes. Last night is my, that's my growth area. I've set the intention to grow in the intimate relationship area. And it's obvious to me, like I even admitted last night, I said like, this is, this is my most vulnerable place. Like I can already tell that you're more competent in this arena than me. And I was vulnerable about being open and honest about that. But the point is, like, that for me is very uncomfortable. That's me fear chasing so much. It, even to the point where it's like, wow, like, this is so outside my comfort zone. But in the best way. Because, again, I want to grow and I, wanna, I want all of these things. All these wonderful things. But yet, for you, that's like, that's more the business side of things. So you and I are, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, but I think for, for me, it hasn't always been, the, the relationship hasn't always been a non-fearful thing. You seem really competent and confident in that arena compared to me, if I'm honest. I think I am. I think I am. With this, with Taryn specifically, because I know we can win. Right. But I, I've never felt that way before. Right. I think hopefully I will, I will begin to feel that way. I'm sure you will. So what are your fears? I, I told Kevin before this episode that I wanted to, because I want the listeners, I want to challenge the listeners to really write down your fears. Like, top five fears. These are the things that are holding me back. I don't even know how they're holding me back. Let me give you an example. Amy was so afraid to go live, but Tiffany did go live, and then Amy set the intention to go live. She paid attention to that intention, and then 5.30 p.m. a few days ago, she said, okay, she texted the group saying, I'm going live. And then she told me that leading up to 6 p.m., which is that half an hour, was the most nervous she'd almost ever been. And she did it. And she killed it. And then two, fast forward a night later, or two nights later, I was at her place and we were re-watching it. I said, we got to watch it. She's like, <laughs> I don't want to. This is so uncomfortable. I'm like, we got to watch it. Plus, I wanted to screen cap it and save it because it was so wonderful. Nostalgic. But she watched it. And then she wrote down, Alex Hinkle, one of my clients, challenged her. Shout out to Alex, by the way, for doing this. Because masterminded on Sunday. Yes. Which is awesome. Challenged Amy to write down a bunch of intentions that she didn't think at one point were possible. She wrote down, get on podcasts. And then one day later, she got invited on a podcast. Like, because someone saw that Facebook Live. Right. That is the exact example of you have no idea what you're leaving on the table by not leaning into your fears. It's the, it might be the best example. Dude. It might be the best example. And the, the other funny thing is... Say hypothetically somebody did see Amy and said, I want to have you on my podcast, but she didn't do that initial fear chasing. Right. She never, this is what happens. She went to her anxiety zone mm -hmm. before that started. Right. She ended up going at like 6.30. Right. She, she was struggling. Right. Understandable. Struggle understandable. Yeah. And every time you do that, your comfort zone gets bigger and your anxiety zone gets pushed further out so you can handle more. Let's go even deeper. You were in the mall with her yeah. years before that. Fear chasing, riding around on animals. Right. And, it, and if she didn't do that, would she have been able to do this? Right. And that's the thing, because her, her comfort zone expanded, expanded, expanded. So there's always that next level. It compounds, it for does. sure. It does. It compounds. And 
if if Tiff didn't have the the courage to reach out and DM me with her story and the difficult relationship she was in, would she be where she is today? Would she be on this team? Would she have met you? Would she be right. a client? You cannot connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that facing your fears is going to lead you to the life that you want. Tiff said this on her live. She said, the person you want to be is on the other side of your fear. Yeah. She's afraid of planes too. Oh, and yeah. she she's, went to your world within life. She's live. petrified of planes. Right. And she audio messaged us today when I said, listen, team, I think we should go to more networking events. And then my aunt challenged me to do two a week. Uh, not right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like, networking's everything. But anyways, Tiff said verbatim on that audio message, she said, your world within live changed my life. If she didn't take that video outside the window of the plane, where'd she go, Colorado or something? Yeah. Right. Then she wouldn't have been able to go to your world within live. She wouldn't be on the team. Like, it's, it's unbelievable what can happen when you face your fears. So for the listeners, write out your fears, put them right on, out on paper and be like, you know what? I know I'm afraid of you now, and I'm going to do something small to overcome it. So for Kevin, what are some fears, and what are you going to do about it? One of my fears is being left behind for sure. Absolutely, 100%. That's always been a big fear of mine. I don't know why. I don't know where it comes from because I've never really been left behind. Right. From from the aspect of people outgrowing me. I don't know. But that's always a fear of mine. Interesting. To the point where I've told you like, right. Like, hey, man, good job getting on that podcast. But <laughs> don't forget about me. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's hard because, and, and this, is, this is very vulnerable. This is very honest. Sometimes it's hard for me to be super excited for other people because the voice in my back in the back of my mind is like, "Well, they're going to leave you behind." Wow. So I always have to that's a that is a practice for me. That is a practice of like I have the opposite thing. I'm afraid to leave others behind. Well, that's naturally. Oh, drive to 5. Man. Yeah. Wow, that's the first time I've ever thought of that. But I don't know if we've ever shared that with each other. I, I've shared I've shared it with you when I I'm just not that not that um explicitly. Like not that clearly. Probably not. Probably right. not. You've, I didn't know. You've given me hints of it, but it's yeah. not like that openly. It's I definitely guess. one of my fears. I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's because my father quote unquote left and, I, and that sits with me. I don't know, but mm. I think that's definitely one of the biggest things. That's definitely one of the biggest things. Not being competent has always been a thing for me. Like lacking competency when it comes to doing things. Go on. At Confident Women's Consortium with Shauna Pelton. Mm -hmm. I got brought up on stage. She asked for a volunteer and you basically said, can you ask him if he's afraid of success or something like that? Yeah. My fear is success. Yours is, a, is Your fear is not being successful. I think is so, that, yeah. That yeah. is interesting. So, that, what are the odds that we work together? That is right. It's not a coincidence. We set intentions, we paid attention, and then we. Well, I think you want to be more of what you're not, especially when more of what you're not will help you become a better person. So, you wanted to be more arrogant? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to leave every room with people hating me. Right. <laughs> well, it's, it's happening. So, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, I think. Oh, that was some inside jokes for the listeners. I think that. <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. I don't know where it comes from, but it's it's one of those things where that's ha that's a hard thing to say. What are you going to do to chase that fear? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm going to keep rooting for the people around me to win. That's what I'm going to do because it, that's the indirect, the direct opposite of what my mind my mind doesn't ever want anybody to fail. It doesn't ever want anybody to fail. Right, but it, but it, right, but it can easily justify. Well, you know, if he's doing better, you know. What if he forgets about you? Or if you know if he's doing better, he's going to get more opportunities than you, and you're going to be, you're not going to be the guy. And wow, 
vulnerable. So that's definitely one that of the things. That was very ones. vulnerable. I appreciate you yeah, saying Yeah, I do. I got to. You know share. what's interesting is if Kev, if I get more opportunities, that's only good for you. I know. Isn't that crazy? But that's that also so hinges on you as a person. Because it's not like that with everybody. Oh. It's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. If you're in a partnership with somebody, they could easily forget about you. Yeah, if they suck. Well, yeah, but <laughs> some people do. Some I people do. I want you to get all the opportunities because I know that's good for you. I, I genuinely aspire. Do you think it's because you want me to be as successful as you so you don't leave anybody Maybe. behind? Maybe. Might be. Wow. This is the most hyperconscious. This is what hyperconscious is. Because if you're winning, I don't have to worry about right. outwinning you. Right. That is fire. And because then we stay connected. You'll never be afraid to be a, you'll never be afraid to be alone at the top because I'll be at the top. You're too. about to get your first high ticket client, and I'm so pumped for him. Maybe it's because not only that'll also help me overcome my fears, right? Because I know if you get better, I get better. Well, you always and say I, that, and I know that I won't. Make you feel insecure. Maybe I'm afraid to make you feel bad too. Maybe. This is, wow. I think you, you. <laughs> when I get better, you're pumped because you know it'll make you better. When you get better, I know it's going to be a struggle because I have to get better. Right. I think I'm actually afraid. If you're when you get better, now I have no fear of me getting better. Right. Because then you won't be insecure. And we won't b- break rapport, and then I won't have to be vulnerable. I'm probably afraid to be vulnerable. That's what it keeps coming back to, yeah. Do your dramatic reading. Oh, is this the end? Well, it's <laughs> not the end, but I want to make sure we get it in. Guys, And uh, just for an ex- as an example, that is what hyperconscious is. That, it's, w- that was a giant breakthrough for both of us. We literally just figured out some fundamental thoughts that may have been holding us back for the past two and a half years. And now we can take ownership of them. And by fear chasing, we can explore them and we can make sure that we're not letting those things win. And when you're conscious of something, when you're acutely aware, hyper-conscious, then you can start making the changes that will affect the outcome of your life. So that was beautiful. Strong work. You as well, brother. Appreciate that. And I, that all came from your willingness to admit that fear. That's well, fire. Vulner- vulnerability to, to the victor goes the... What is it? What did Grant say? Fortune favors the bold? No, no. <laughs> Victory goes to the vulnerable. Grant Parr said that. Victory goes to the vulnerable? Yeah. Grant Parr. All right, Listen. we got three three minutes and okay. six seconds. Sorry. The camera's going to shut off. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's true. He did tell me that. Okay. Um, One thing. Well, I'll just read. I'll just read. I'll just read the dramatic reading. We're going to have some laughs. Okay, here we go. So this is from Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. This is one of my favorite books. And here we go. So the, this is chapter 15, How to Outwit the Six Ghosts of Fear. Take inventory of yourself as you read this closing chapter and find out how many of the ghosts are standing in your way. The ghosts of fear. Okay, here we go. The purpose of this chapter is to turn the spotlight of attention upon the cause and the cure of the six basic fears. Before we can master an enemy, we must know its name, its habits, and its place of abode. As you read, analyze yourself carefully and determine which, if any, of the six common fears have attached themselves to you. Like Kevin being soft. Hey. Just kidding. Do not be deceived by the habits of these subtle enemies. Sometimes they remain hidden in the subconscious mind where they are difficult to locate and still more difficult to eliminate. The six basic fears. There are six basic fears with some combination of which every human suffers at one time or another. Most people are fortunate if they do not suffer from the entire six. Named in the order of their most common appearance. Number one, the fear of poverty. Number two, the fear of criticism. My goodness. I think Mm. that's the biggest one, honestly. But that's my own perception. Number three, the fear of ill health. Number four, the fear of loss of love of someone. That one's probably my biggest, if I'm honest. 
Number five, the fear of old age. Number six, the fear of death. Mm. All other fears are of minor importance. They can be grouped under these six headings. I'm going to go through them again real quick. The fear of poverty, the fear of criticism, the fear of ill health, the fear of loss of love of someone, the fear of old age, the fear of death. I think criticism is probably the biggest for me. But as I become more competent, I think that'll go away. Right. I don't think I fear that one that much. I know. And I think that's because I feel competent. I'm I'm afraid of the loss of love. Makes sense? Makes sense. I wanted to say one thing. Go on. You know how people say aha moments? Mm. I want to start calling them hyperconscious moments. I remember you said that. Because that's what it is. You become acutely aware of something new. So Kevin and I together just got vulnerable and open and honest about our fears. And then we had a hyperconscious moment where we became acutely aware of something we didn't know before. And that changed our life and hopefully all the lives of the listeners. So if you're out there, I challenge you, write down your fears and then figure out some baby step, some simple thing. Maybe it's an audio message to a friend. Maybe it's someone you trust just saying, you know what, I lied to you one time and I didn't mean to. I did that, I did that uh, a while back. I said, I, I lied about this and I didn't need to. Like the truth was this and I just, I shouldn't have lied. And it's going to feel really good. And they're going to forgive you because you took ownership. Speaking of ownership, we just did an episode on that. Ah, yes. It's very important, and I want to bring this up, too. we got uh, just about a minute left. That is why the Hyperconscious Podcast was originally started, because of thoughts like that. Because me realizing that if I didn't change the way I thought and get familiar with the things that were holding me back, I would never be able to propel myself forward. So what Alan just said is huge. I challenge you to do the same. I challenge you to continue growing and evolving and testing yourself and learning about yourself and becoming more aware of yourself. We should know as much about ourselves as we do our cell phones oh, and we should wow. understand. I, that bothers me. Wow. You know the settings you make that of your, up? Yeah, right, 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 right now. That's fire. Right now. Fire. But I, I, want that, I want the best for you guys. The, the more you know about yourself, the better you can operate, the better you can live. Your life will thank you, and your future self will thank you, as Dave Meltzer says. We hope you enjoyed this. Up next, we have an episode with Kim and Spike Spencer. Yes. We have had them on separately. We had them on together. They talked about relationships. We were in California. You have five seconds. Kim and Spike are amazing. Love you guys. Thank you so much for welcoming, welcoming us into your home. And little Declan, you are awesome. We hope you enjoy. We will talk to you then. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>